All right, here we go. Let's pray and let's jump into the word of God tonight. There is a word and you need to receive it for you to thrive like God intends you to thrive in 2022. Let's pray, Sam. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for every person that's in the house and every person online. You have divinely orchestrated it that each person is here tonight. Now, God, will you open everybody's heart and will you simply have a conversation by planting your word in each person's heart. And then, God, will it take root and will 2022 be the best year of everyone's lives? Best not because we're going to get stuff, but best because we are basking in the presence of the living God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, couple of weeks ago, I was walking in Sprouts, <clears throat> and I'm in Sprouts, and I'm getting all the stuff I'm getting, and I walk to the, to the cashier, and on the left-hand side is a, uh, uh, a massive slice of red velvet cake. It's on a magazine, right? But it's just massive. It just looks incredible. It looks just like I need to eat it right now. On the one side. On the other side, in, intriguingly, was a stark contrast. It was, it was um, um, Michael B. Jordan, and he had no shirt on. Ladies, come on back. He had no shirt on, and you saw all, yeah, everything that's there. You just saw it all. So on one side, you've got this thing that was so juicy and full of sugar, and on the other side, you've got a dude that's just chiseled and ripped. And I am concerned because I'm walking through and I'm saying, what a conundrum. I want that body, but I want this cake. I want that body, but I, but I uh, want this cake. How do I live with that tension? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I want to look like that, but um, I love that cake. I wonder if as we go into 2022, that we should not uh, ask and answer the question, how, how do I control this body of mine? No, 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 don't sit up. You're, you're going to be okay. I'm not talking about weight. You don't have to look small. You don't have to zip your jacket up, tuck it in. You don't have to do any of that. You're going to be all right. Uh, but, but I do want to talk about a particular concept today that I think if you get this right, that your next year, 2022, can be your best year yet so far this year. I think spiritually, if you get this one concept that I'm talking about tonight, if you fully fathom and understand it, it will revolutionize your life. You see, ladies and gentlemen, for the last, um, in the 17, from the 1700s and before, 1700s and before, for a Christian, healthy believers would always fast twice a week. 
two times a week, on Wednesdays and on Fridays, from sun up to sundown, they cared so deeply about making sure their body was not in control of them, but that their spirit was in control, that they would make sure that weekly they would fast to tell their bodies no and the spirit yes, because they knew if they were going to look like Jesus Christ, then they would have to weekly say no to the thing they really wanted and say and say yes to the thing that was not seen but so desperately needed. So then why in the world, if the early Christians had to do it, why do we feel like we don't need to? Think about it for a moment. Why in the world, if twice a day, this wasn't a legalistic activity, they were simply trying to get closer to God. Then if they needed it so badly, what happened between the 1700s and today? And why is it not normal for Christians today? We've been in a whole sermon series where we're talking through this thing called sacred rhythms. How do you move away from just being a, a follower of, of somebody who, who, who wants Jesus to follow them versus being a follower of Jesus? My concern has been for too long, the church has settled on just average Christianity and have not yearned for taste and see that the Lord is good. That this idea of intimacy with God is so foreign for the church of Jesus Christ that we have settled with God in a genie bottle that just answers our, our prayer requests when we want him to so that we can get whatever we want from Jesus. It's like the modern Santa Claus that's just there to meet our needs. And my concern is that that's all church has become. Christians who just can't wait to get their blessing, grab your blessing. It's on its way. It's all about you and what you want. And where has the Christians been that says, not my will, but thy will be done? Where are those Christians that say, God, if you say go, I am going no matter the cost. Where are the Christians? I can see those who always want to say, yeah, God gave me a breakthrough. Yeah, God gave me a new opportunity. Yeah, God gave me a new business. Yes, he gave me a new entrepreneurship venture. I can see it all the time. Your God only tells you what you want and what you want to hear. But where is the God that tells you, sell it all? Where's the God that tells you, you know, this is not going to be easy, but it's still my will. Where's the God that says, it might cost you your life, but I still want you to run through it. Where's that God? And where are those believers at? And I want to suggest to you the reason why the world looks at us and laughs at us is because, ladies and gentlemen, they only see us doing stuff that is easy for us to do. Which means it could be that we serve in a God that we're in control of, not one that's in control of us. So I want to talk for a moment about a concept that I think that more than any vision dreaming maps that you have, that you should be begging God to allow you to experience this year. So everybody, when you got in here on your chairs, was a bowl. 
The reason I'm giving you that bowl is because I want you to put it in your office, at your desk, at home, uh, somewhere at home. And I want you to remember it all year. And here's, here's what I want you to remember. Because I do not want you to go one week without fasting this next year. Not one week. I want it to be normal for believers at one community church. I want it to be normal for us to be fasting, giving up something in the, in the physical for a greater need in the spiritual. I want that to be normal for OCC fam. Not, 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 not the exception. Not only when we're doing it as a church. Not only as we're going to next week, although that's important. But I want it to be our regular rhythm of life because we're desperate for what God has for us. See, let me help you out then. Here, here's, why, here's, why, here's why you don't clap at that. The reason you don't clap at that is because you don't really get how significant this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to notice that when the first Adam showed up, first Adam, Genesis chapter 3, it was food that took him out. The means by which the enemy used to take out Adam and Eve was food. Just in case you didn't know, come on down here. There was a second Adam. His name was Jesus. After 40 days of fasting, I want you to observe that the first thing the devil used to tempt him was food. So I want you to know that what the enemy is trying to suggest is the more tired you are, the more you let your body rule you. So since he knew that it worked for Adam and Eve, he thought it would work for Jesus, which is why he says, let me see how weak his body is. Is his brain listening to his body or is his brain listening to the spirit? And what he found out was that Adam's brain was listening to his body, but Jesus's brain was listening to the spirit. I wonder if we have people in here today. I wonder, what is your brain listening to? Is it your body? Or is it the spirit? Ladies and gentlemen, this is big. This is really, 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 really big. And it's big because the enemy knows. If you can't control what you put in your mouth, then it opens the floodgates. If the sin of gluttony, he can get to you. Then it opened the floodgates of all other sins that they are. Oh, you missed it, didn't you? Oh, I think you did. Let me say it one more time. You've got to be careful because the enemy knows that there is this thing called, watch it now, watch it now. There's this principle that I don't want you to miss today. It's called the pleasure principle. That is, when, you, when your body tells you it wants to be pleased. And you respond to it. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, it is normal in a four-year-old for them to say, I want candy. I want candy. And they get candy. Pleasure, same principle. Pleasure principle. No, it's even normal for a 12-year-old when they say, I, 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 I want a video game. Pleasure principle. And they get the video game. It gets a little more abnormal the older you get. That everything you want, you get. That everything your body craves, you get. That every time you want something, you get it. 
It gets a little weirder now when you've got a 40-year-old that wants what it wants, and when it doesn't get it, raises hell. We're talking about the same principle. It's called the pleasure principle. Say it, pastor, say it. Oh, it gets real weird now when a 60-year-old is still acting like a 4-year-old because when they don't get what they want, they create all kinds of hell. Oh, you're still not walking with me yet, are you? Okay, that's the reason why um, uh, uh, you have so many divorces around. Because when you don't get what you want, then you use the pleasure principle, which is still there, and you say, get out of my life. Oh, you don't like it now, huh? I don't walk down the street now. You don't like me no more, huh? That's why addictive behaviors are so strong. Because when they show up, it's the same exact thing. It's called the pleasure principle. Say it with me two times. What's it called, everybody? The last time. What's it called, everybody? The now be careful. Because you can praise God. You can come to church. You can preach a sermon. You can sing. You can do it all. And still can't master the pleasure principle. I'm trying to help somebody tonight. Because maybe one of the reasons why you haven't got the promotion you need, you haven't got the job you want, you haven't gotten the opportunity God hasn't opened the door, is because he still can't trust you because you're still struggling with the... Say it! One principle... You're still old, and you're still acting like a kid. Mark chapter uh, 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 6, verses verse 16, and ver- through verse number Matthew, verses 18. Here's what the text says. Don't miss this. This is going to revolutionize your life in 2022. Don't miss it. Here's what Jesus is speaking. He says, whenever you fast. Whoa. Whoa. That means there's an assumption Jesus has that all his believers should be fasting. When the Pharisee says, uh, hey, hey, not my, 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 my disciples are fasting. Why yours ain't fasting? He says, because when the bridegroom is here, they don't need to fast. Because they're with me. Here's my question. Why you ain't fasting? Why isn't it regular for you? Why isn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because you don't think it's not important. I'll tell you what, because you don't think you need to deny yourself so that you can feed your spirit. I'll tell you why, because because you have not yet tasted and seen how good God is. So since you haven't, then you then you there's nothing for you to go back to because you have not yet tasted. No, let me explain the difference. Because some of you think tasted and seen that God is good means he's come through for you. And so since he's come through, he's been a good God. That ain't tasting. That's the blessings of God. Tasting means when you sit and have nothing to do but meander around his presence for hours and hours and it gets so good to you. You want to stay there all day because the intimacy is so sweet. To which some of you are like, what are you talking about? My point exactly. Here's what he says. 
He says, whenever you fast, which means you should be, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Let me contemporize it for you, please. When we start fasting on Sunday, do not put on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, I'm now entering a season of fasting. Do not go on Facebook and say, hey guys, sorry, I'm checking out now. I'm going to spend some time with the Lord. Do not text your friends and tell them, hey fam, hey, hey Facebook fam or Insta fam or hey fam, here's what we're doing. We're we trying to get it right with God, alignment with the Spirit. If you got to tell anybody, the, the text going to tell you, you can keep that. Because your prayers ain't passing the building. He tells you. Here's what he says. He says, he says, um, notice by men when they're fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. Your prayers are not leaving. Because all you're doing is you're doing it for the wrong reason. And it's more about you than it is about God. It's more about how you look. Because you want to look spiritual. Because you care so much about how your body looks. And how your, your, your positioning is. That you care about people knowing you're spiritual. You don't have to tell them. They know. They know. Look at the next verse. Here's what he says. Here you go. But you, meaning you who are followers of the way. That is followers of Jesus Christ. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Ain't nobody need to know that you're fasting. Don't look tired. Don't look, oh, God, my belly is growling. Oh, God, can y'all pray? Pray for me, please. I need your help this week. I'm fasting, y'all, but I just need your help. Please. I mean, them grains, it ain't going to work this week. You don't need to just be quiet. Just be quiet. It continues, but when, you, but when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Here's what the text continues and says. So that your fasting will not be noticed by men. Nobody should know. Do it in secret. Don't tell nobody. Don't announce it. All right? But your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Here's what he's saying. If you're doing it for the, with the right motive, then your motive is not to get stuff from me. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Then your motive is to enjoy my presence. Because, listen, fasting is not about you getting more of God. The cross dealt with that. He's given you full access. He's given you everything you need for life and godliness now. The cross is not for your behavior modification. Oh, God, I got to break this one. I got to break this one. I got to break this one. That's not what, that's what the fastings are for. He has given you everything you need already for life and godliness. Now you need to walk in obedience to what he's already told. That's not why you fast. You're not fasting to get more of God. What you are fasting for is for God to get more of you. So before you pray for another house or before you pray for, you know, uh, 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 some property on the beach or before you pray for uh, another car or whatever you're praying for, can you just ask God for what he really wants for you, which is him to have more access to you? That should be your first one because here's what the Bible says. You ought to seek he first. 
him. And then anything else that you want, as long as it's in alignment with his will for you, then that will be added unto you. But you want the stuff before you see God. You want God to give you the stuff and then say, God, I'll make you the cherry on top. God said, that's not how it goes. You got to have me and want me before anything else. This is huge, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to go into this fasting and you're going to be disappointed again because you've been fasting for something from God instead of for God. So let's go. Uh, by the way, forget your notes today. I'm just going around. You can go online afterwards and you can enjoy the full handout there. Okay. Now, in the Old Testament, here's what they fasted for. Watch it. In the Old Testament, they fasted for these four big things. And all of these they fasted for. God, through Jesus Christ, has given them to us today. They fasted for consecration. They fasted for grief and sorrow. They fasted for asking God's intervention. They fasted for seeking forgiveness and repentance. They all fasted for those things. But when Jesus showed up, those things have now been given to you. He solidified them in the cross. That's the beauty of it. So the problem that we must now experience is this. We are so busy and so full of everything else that your life looks like this. It is so full that when God wants to pour something inside of you, there is no room for it where he wants to go. So what fasting does, ladies and gentlemen, is you now begin to say, God, I need more of you in my life. So God, I'm going to slow down and take some stuff out of my life, some of this business out. I'm going to take some stuff out so that I am now creating more room for you so that there is more space for you in my life so that God ultimately, over time, as I fast and deny myself, I have now created space for you to thrive. So that I can now be filled with the spirit of the living God. And he has more room in my life to do what he wants done. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what fasting is all about. But the problem is we love when our lives are full. And when they are full, there is no room for God. So now it has to be a crisis that cracks our vessel. So that now the stones have spilled out for you now to cry out to God. Why wait for the pain to show up? Why not allow him to invite you in through the precept of the word of God so that you make room yourself so that he can truly take that space up and do what he wants to do in your life. This is huge. This really, really is huge. So, let me see if I can turn around and land this plane for us now. Um, the problems that show up in your life in 2022 will not be the same as they were in 2021. See, my concern is that COVID showed up and we thought that the COVID was all about what was in it for us. So we could get two jobs. So now I can stay home and work for one company and another company, get two paychecks, and it's all about me. And the reason, one of the reasons I think... Uh, Omicron showed up, it's because we didn't learn the lesson from the first one. So now he has to say, you still think it was about you. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with me wanting to occupy more space in your life. So what I want you to do is learn the lesson so that something else don't have to show up later on. All I'm asking you to do, God is asking you to do, is to learn the lesson that he wants you to prioritize him, not 
give you more money. Although that could be a benefit of it, but he wants you to prioritize him. So, as you go into this year, what I'm asking you to do is to remember the four reasons we fast. And don't forget them. The four reasons that we fast. They're not on your notes. These are separate. Four reasons that we fast. Reason number one. You fast to deny your body and the pleasure principle so that you train yourself to feed the spirit so that it is the spirit that is in control and not your body and the pleasure principle. So you're telling yourself no. So every single, the reason why I give you the bowl is because I want you every single week to have the bowl. And I want you to, and I want you to give up the bowl to receive the blessing. Give up the bowl to receive the blessing. And the blessing don't mean stuff. The blessing means his presence. Let me explain what I mean. Jacob had to give up the bowl and he walked away with the blessing. Esau kept the bowl. And forfeited the blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2022, what I want you to do is I want you to, every week, once every week, give up the bowl. So you can receive all God has for you. Give up the bowl. Return to what the saints of old did. It's not the answer. It is the means to the answer. I want you to learn the practice of giving up something in the flesh so that you can enjoy the benefits of the spirit. I am, I am imploring and pleading with you to make this a practice. If you want to go from infancy to maturity, from, 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 from infancy to now intimacy with God, then it demands the ways of the old saints. They didn't even need it as much as we do because our lives are so filled with people and stuff trying to get our attention every single day. We have to create the margin so that we can spend time with our creator. So that's number one. Number two, watch this one now. Watch this one. Number two says that not only... Is that what number two says? Um, to stand, watch this one, in solidarity with the poor. Huh. The reason you fast is to stand in solidarity with the poor. And that does not mean you're walking along the side and say, oh, here go a little money, here go a little money, here go a little money. No, it's from the inside out, not from the outside in. In other words, you must, your stomach must feel hungry so you can identify with your brothers and sisters that do it every single day and don't have the luxuries that you have. You must feel your, your body ache so that you can pray for the millions of people around the world and you can have the heart of the Father, which is for the people who don't have as much as you have. We are clueless as to the pain of the rest of the world and people here in our own country because we never even experience what it feels to be hungry. Ladies and gentlemen, don't walk around. Oh, yeah, kids, let's go feed the poor. And the, no, 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 no. That is you being the expert and the savior. You're not supposed to be the savior. We got one of those, Jesus. He wants you to feel hunger pains so that you know what it feels like to be an average person that does not have the blessings that you have. Can I get a witness one from you in the church? When last have you felt solidarity with the poor? Number three, watch this one now. 
Number three. And then I have one more and then we're done. Number three is we need to fast because we, listen, because we have tasted the kingdom and nothing else will satisfy us. We have tasted the power of the age to come and nothing else will satisfy us. One author puts it, I want you to taste and see that the Lord is good. My problem with that is that most of us think taste and see that the Lord is good means receive something from God. That is not what he's talking about. What he is talking about is, I want you to get in an intimate place with God so that when you sit there and you muse over the greatness and the vastness of this God that dares to have an intimate relationship with you. You are so overwhelmed by his love that when you taste it, you want to hurry back there. And it's the place you long for on a weekly and daily basis, which is why you have to fast to get back there because the clutter of the world makes you miss it. But too many people have never experienced it, which is why we're not fasting because we've never tasted and seen that God is good. And because you haven't, you don't even realize what you're missing, which is why your intimacy with God is so short-lived, because you have not basked in the greatness of Jesus. That's it. You've never tasted. And I want to invite you in 2022 to taste and see that what your spirit yearns for at the deepest level ever is for you to have connection at the deepest level with God nobody else but you and Jesus and the problem most of us has never experienced it that's why we're not fasting today because we don't know what we're missing and I want to implore you just try it I'm not talking just, okay, I'm not going to eat and I'm going to make sure I'm losing weight and I'm going, no, 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 no. It's you and Jesus. And when you, when, when your, when your stomach growls, you run to your closet to pray and say, God, may my spirit crave you like my body craves food now. Do you know why Esther, you remember Esther? Remember? She says, I got to go fast. Because Mordecai says, hey, man, who knows that, 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 that this is not why you're here. And she couldn't get it. Why couldn't she get it? Because the culture had so enamored her with her beauty. And she had forgotten that she needed to remove the clutter and the voices so you could hear from God. And when she fasted and removed the clutter and removed the negative voices, she heard I have positioned you for this moment. So whether you die or not, this is why I created you with such beautiful eyes. This is why I created you the way you look, Esther. You think it was just because of you? No, it was for my purposes. So now, Esther, now that I can hear and speak to you clearly, can you go fulfill your mission? What did she do? She got up and she went to Mordecai and says, listen, if I perish, I perish. But God, yes, he did, called me for such a time as this. That only comes from prayer and from fasting. Ladies, what are we missing out? What kind of blessings are we missing out from? Because we still allow the noise of our culture 
and the clutter of our culture to continue to be the loudest voices in our ears. High jump. Used to, used to enjoy doing it in school. Uh, high jump. Um, um, and when you, you'd run and you try to jump, the record, the world record is about eight feet, eight feet, eight feet. Um, there's another thing called the pole vault. The, the world record is about 20, 20, 20 plus uh, feet. Ladies and gentlemen, 2021, all your problems were at a high jump level, which means you could do it yourself. You could run into, I'm like, I think, I think if I work a little harder, study a little more, I can, I can leap this one and I can get over this. 2022, <laughs> the problem is going to a different level, which is why you, you can't do it on your own. And you need to lean on something to get you to a higher place. Ladies and gentlemen, that pole is the pole in pole vault where you put all your weight on the pole and it catapults you to a level that you have never been before. In the Christian life, that pole is called fasting. And that's why your assignment is, is now, is to is take your bowl and say every single week, I'll give my bowl up and I'll receive the blessings from God. Every single week, I'll give my bowl up. Every single week, I'll get, I'm going to choose something that I'm going to fast. So I'm going to give my bowl up and I'm going to receive the blessings from God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you cannot fix tomorrow's problems with today's human attempts. You need something greater. And I'm suggesting to you that that greater thing is the pole called fasting that will get you over whatever the enemy wants to erect in front of you this year. I am pleading with you as you go into this new year. Do not, please, do not, please, simply think I'm going to do it in my own strength. You would have forfeited all that God desires for You've got a round of applause right there. Then let me die. <laughs> so as we go into 2022, what am I asking you to do? It's a simple talk. Will you do what you have not normally done? And that is to take your bowl every week and say, God, every, every single week, 52 of them, I'm going to give up a day where I'm going to say no to my body, no to the pleasure principle so that I can grow in my spirit man. And I'm doing that, God, not because I want anything from you. I'm doing it because I want you to have more of me. And as I do that, God, I'm trying to seek you first and to prioritize it. And as I do it, whatever you want happen, I will say yes to you. And that's my prayer for everybody under the sound of my voice and everybody at other OCC fans, that you will get greater intimacy this year than you have ever gained in your life. That your intimacy with God will be at such a high level that you will bask in the intimacy with your Savior. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my plea, plea and prayer with Almighty God that this year will be one community treasure's most intimate year with him. That's my prayer. I know I should be praying for your blessing, but that is the greatest blessing, that you get closer to Jesus. Because with him, it doesn't matter what the storms are.
because he's with you, you can handle them because he'll give you what it takes. 